0: Shell, looks
1: like I can't come to the phone right now leave a message after the beep hi Michelle it's Bree just checking in I hope it's nice wherever you are and I hope that the sun's shining and that it's a beautiful day I love you so big call me back bye Uh, I gotta
0: take a drink first hold on (laughs) okay Welcome back to What the Shelf. My name's Michelle, and I have a special guest with me on my podcast today. You're gonna go ahead and introduce yourself. (laughs) Hi, my name's Abri. Everybody, welcome Abri. Abri's one of my best friends. We have known each other for, I don't know, forever. Yeah, high school. High school. Yeah, I have pictures of Abrie. If you, anyone knows Abrie, she's covered in tattoos from head to toe. <laughs> and I have pictures of Abrie when she was completely naked like, no tattoos at all on the body. Not a single one. That's how you know we've been friends forever. I know, because you're completely tatted neck and all. <laughs> okay, today um, I had a couple ideas on what to talk to Abrie about. And so we're gonna go with my first one. We're gonna talk about love how fun, how exciting. But that also comes with talking about how love is in our twenties, so that's also situationships and doing girlfriend things for boys who aren't actually our boyfriends. So fun. <laughs> so much fun. Which we know too too much about.
1: Do you ever have a have you ever had like the worst situationship you've ever been in? I'm like, what is the definition of a situationship, honestly? Like, I guess. Like I have a definition. Okay, but okay. Like, I'll tell you mine. You tell me yours.
0: Okay. <laughs> mine first. My yeah. definition of probably situationship would be like, I don't know. Obviously, you're not in a relationship with the person, but you're more than friends with the person. Like, and you've obviously been doing girlfriend things and boyfriend things with the person for like three to four months. I don't think a situationship is like a week or two. I think it's like a long term, long term commitment with no fucking commitment.
1: Yeah, I was g- just gonna say like, basically a relationship without like a title. It's it's a situation like there's a reason why there's not a title there. Do you think it's Seth. the reason?
0: The same reason for every single person. No, They's different? Yeah, Do you it's different.
1: Yeah. Give an example. I don't know. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of times, boys just like don't want to be committed or maybe. I don't know, like, they're not over someone else or... And it doesn't always have to be boys, but... It can be anyone. Girl, boy. Yeah. Anything. Um, But, yeah, I feel like a situationship is just that. A situation, for sure.
0: I I think... Situationship does not come around until our generation. I literally think we took hookup culture and a roster to heart (laughs) and came up with like situationship because I feel like a lot of our generation doesn't want to get married or
1: any of that but I'm also like or they're just scared I think they're more scared yeah scared is good a good description I'm kind of thinking also like a situationship is more serious than just like A casual hookup, like you said, like, it's more than friends. It's more than just a hookup. It's, like, a relationship without the title. But also... Do you think that they talk to multiple other people while they're talking to you, though? Or do you think... Gotta be. Sometimes. Not all the time. But, like... You think that's why? It's not official. So, if they talk to other people, it's like, well, you knew what it was. I
0: I mean, mean it's not an
1: excuse, but, like... It's you're not together, so yeah. But I don't want you sleeping in my bed while you're sleeping in another girl's bed. I mean, I agree, but you're not in a relationship, so I guess that's true. Both people are free to do whatever they want, and sometimes it's like, I guess it depends on what end you're on of the situation. Chip, it might be good that you can do whatever you want in this day and age thing, but it. You might be on the end where you're, like, trying to be loyal and they're doing whatever they want. So, I don't know. I just want to know why it's so glamorized.
0: It's, like, not a fun thing to be in. Because I feel like it's a lot of pain sometimes, too. Because, like you said, like, one person's sometimes more attached than the Mm -hmm. other person.
1: And I feel like that's always how it is. Like, rarely... Are both parties on the same, like, level. Do you believe it should be 50-50 or
0: do you believe it should be 25-75, 80-20,
1: 70-30? I just just feel like you gotta meet in the middle and, like, not that it has to be 50-50, but... I feel like you should be on the same page at the very least. Like is that an easy conversation to have though? No, but I feel like communication is so important and that like needs to be stressed. Like I, that's something that I've learned like if you want something or have a certain intention like you got to speak it. You got to like they can't read your mind. You can't have these expectations and then not communicate because 9 times out of 10 you're going to be let down. So, if you just rip the band-aid off and communicate how you feel, then you just get it over with. And sometimes it turns out better than you expect. I know you're you're a
0: great example for that one. (laughs) Not me, but you. (laughs) I don't know. I just think also, like, the whole friends with benefits thing. More than likely, most of the time, either turns into something more or sometimes it ends badly. But I also know it ends, like, y'all are still friends and it's like nothing ever freaking happened. I just think hookup culture is really glamorized. I feel like we come from a generation that, like... I don't know. I talked to my grandma about it and, like, my mom not, not talking about, like, hooking up with people. Absolutely not. But... Mm-hmm. They would always tell me that it used to be such, like, a like you give your part of your soul to someone every time you, like, sleep with them.
1: Mm-hmm. But for
0: us, I'm like, some people's, not that having a high body count is bad, but I just feel like it's not something that's seen as, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Like, serious. It's, like, more casual these days. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, did that, it's whatever. Yeah. When, like,
0: back in the day, it was, like, special. Yeah. It was a special moment, and I feel like it's not like that anymore. Yeah, which is sad, honestly. I just don't know where we went wrong. Like, where, where did the, where did we flip the switch there? Because I also feel like there was a point in time when it was like relationships, 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 and then now it's like.
1: Hard to come by.
0: <laughs> and it's For weird sure. if you're out in public too, because you're like, how do you introduce? <laughs> this is my friend yeah that who who also stays at my house who also goes and does
1: girlfriend boyfriend things with me (laughs) like yeah that's ugly honestly hate that or even like when you're like building up to a relationship but you're not like quite there yet it's so awkward like introducing them to people yeah just being like this is my friend but like clearly they're more than just a friend but what are you supposed to say
0: no, we're just friends, but we casually kiss sometimes, and I let him sleep at my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, is not that nice enough for you? <laughs> is that an appropriate thing to say? I don't know. Another big thing that I was asked to talk about, within like relationship situationships and like love, was: Do you think you can love somebody but not love
1: yourself? Yeah, one hundred percent. What's your reasoning? Um, I, that's, like, pretty broad, but... Because a lot of people say that if you don't have
0: your... Here's what a lot of people say, I feel like. If you don't love yourself, you won't be able to love someone else because you'll p- put up with more than you
1: should. That's true, but I feel like... I feel like the lack of self-love causes you to put up with more than you should
0: i also believe in the fact that i think someone when you love somebody that turns into something great it shows you how to love yourself
1: yeah i feel like when you have someone that treats you well and like does does show you love it definitely makes you feel more valued and makes you love yourself more, I think, because, like, when you hear things over and over, I feel like you start to believe them. So if you have someone that treats you well, and just for example, like, some, if you have a partner that says you're beautiful or whatever, like, all the time, you'll start to believe that. But I feel like... A lot of times people love others more than they love their self. Like, I feel like that's a natural thing to want others to be happy and think that others deserve so much, but you don't think that you're deserving. I think I have a lot of love to give, so I don't know when my boundary is to stop giving
0: that love to certain people. Same. I think that's my fault. (laughs) I think I don't realize that I'm giving way more than the other person because it's like my baseline. It's my normal. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't know when to stop. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever had that situation where you love someone more than you love yourself?
1: Yeah, I feel like. How did that go? How did that end? I feel like I've loved people more than I loved myself and I love them more than they deserved which is kind of rough to say because i think everybody is deserving of love but i don't when it when it's not reciprocated like not material things not but just like respect and like loyalty and making you feel appreciated like i feel like those things need to be reciprocated and
0: I feel like it's hard though like what if they do it one day but then the next day is completely different
1: do you stay I'm all that's called gaslighting (laughs) (laughs) um I I don't know that's it that's another thing like everything's just so like situation based like every relationship is so different every person is so different um, and I feel like in that instance, you cling on to, like, whatever you can get if you're in a situationship or a friends with benefits or whatever the case is, or when you're not receiving equal or more than what you're giving. I also think it starts to be convenient for people. I mean... I'm
0: not going to say I've only been on one side. I feel like there's probably times when I've been on both.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's also like... I don't know. I want to say I've seen it from both sides because I do. But I think I've done it and been like giving someone so much love and then the next person comes around. I just like want them so badly to give me the love that I gave them the other person.
1: That just fucks it up. <laughs> Yeah, cuz you have high hopes and expectations. I've just tried to learn to like hope for the best, expect the worst. Honestly, because like you said in this day and age, like it's hard to find people that are serious and like actually want something serious. So you got to you got to guard them feelings sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, but when do you know not to? That's
0: like the hard part is it's like you want to be guarded and you want to have this wall up, but then it can potentially ruin something with someone who actually wants to give you what you deserve
1: Yeah, because
0: you're so used to, dude, a lot of us love toxic. I will tell you all, and you can say, I don't want toxic. I don't love it. But a lot of people do love the toxicity. Whether that's because it's, I don't know, fun, I guess. Or it's all you're used to. (laughs)
1: I'm all, can't relate. I'm all, keep that so far away from me.
0: (laughs) I never knew the difference sometimes. When I thought I've been so in love with a person, I just thought it was normal. To have to fight. But now I know that love isn't supposed to be painful. At all. It's supposed to be, I don't know, I don't know what, I know what love feels like for, like, friends and family, and maybe sort of, like, relationship standpoint, but I don't think I fully know what it is for a relationship standpoint. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, totally. I think until you experience it and you know, like, you just know. If you know, you know.
0: (laughs) That's why people get married so fast sometimes. And then next
1: thing you know, they're married for like 50 years. I know, which is insane, but...
0: Because I know a lot of people judge people when they like get together and then they're engaged within like a
1: month. Mm hmm I also think love can also be so different in every situation, relationship, whatever. Um there's just so many different ways of like showing love and I feel like what's your love language uh, <laughs> I don't even know all of them <laughs> what's your favorite one to receive
0: um like words of affirmation gift giving I would say
1: words of affirmation or physical touch Physical touch is important. I feel like physical touch makes me feel, like, loved, important. Like, even if it's just, like... Like a kiss on the forehead or just, like, a hug or anything. Even if it's something so little. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that makes me feel appreciated for some weird reason. Like,
0: it... Is that because you lacked it in the past
1: or is that just because
0: that's how you've always been? Like, in every standpoint,
1: even, like... Um, definitely have lacked it in, like, previous situationships. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I feel like now when I receive it, I'm just like, wow, this is, like, it literally can be the tiniest thing, but it, it just makes you feel so, I don't know. It's just nice, like feeling appreciated or loved or wanted. I also think it has a big thing to do with, like, watching what you grow up around. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, your siblings or your parents or even, like, best friends. Watching others have a love kind of gives you – it should give you a baseline. But mm-hmm. also, we have such high divorce rates, it's kind of hard to – from, like, another standpoint. Because – Sometimes I feel like people are so rushed when they do feel that physical, like, feeling and mental feeling and just everything in between. Or, like, if you've been in, like, such a toxic relationship before and you find someone you think that you're, like, wanting to spend the rest of your life with. I don't know. I feel like sometimes we rush good things because they're so good. Because when they're yeah. good, they're great. But when they're bad, they're
1: bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, extremely bad. Yeah. I don't know, my number one recommendation, if you get in a relationship, before you ever get engaged to them or marry them, is please move in with them. (laughs) I just think, like, you guys, yeah, you may see each other every day and, like, hang out at each other's houses, but you may not correlate the same way when you're living under the same household. They're not always probably as clean as they put out themselves to be, or, not that that matters, but, like, you gotta see if y'all mesh well yeah it's different when you wake up with the person than just visiting their house and I feel like we do a lot of just visiting each other's
1: houses and yeah I agree with that if you're gonna get married you gotta have lived together first for sure what if they don't like your
0: like family but you like love them and you're obviously both in love but they just like don't get along with your family
1: red flag tell like no something you can work on that's tough I feel like, well, who's not going to like my family? Come on. No, everyone
0: loves a Breeze family. I love... <laughs> Shelly, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> love my second family. But I'm saying, like, what
1: if? With that, is that a breaking point for you? I just feel like I'm so close with my family that... I mean, I don't think I would necessarily end the relationship because of that. But, like, definitely would be something we would have to have a conversation about and, like try to work through because that just would not work like my family's so close and everyone does things together all the time like that just wouldn't like at the end of the day it would have to be worked out period yeah you guys do a lot of stuff together as a whole group
0: it's hard I don't know (laughs) I'm not as family oriented as a Brie like me and my family do Things together and I see them all the time but a family vacations together they do family dinners together her mom like decks the house out for parties like <laughs> they are
1: a family oriented for sure yeah we're super close I feel lucky because like you were saying about the divorce rates and stuff my parents have been married for like 35 years I think when did and they get together high, like high school my mom was seventeen and my dad was nineteen when they got married. When they got married, yeah, really? and they had their first baby. Um, so it's crazy. Like growing up, they definitely do they did they set expectations for what like love should be. You think? Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or did they also
1: show you things that you don't want? I feel like neither. I feel like. They taught us good lessons about like a healthy family not necessarily a relationship but like they've made a lot of sacrifices for us and like growing up I feel like their relationship was rocky at times like it wasn't always perfect which that's realistic for a lot of people but at the end of the day like they've both made so many sacrifices to, like, make sure that we had what we needed and that we had, like, a loving home and... I think that's a big problem,
0: why a lot of people don't make it past the situation, like, ship phase, like, even Mm -hmm. if it is going well, is, like, if something bad happens, a lot of people aren't willing to work work through through the heart. They just want it all to be perfect and Mm -hmm. not... Relationships aren't meant to be sunshine and rainbows. You have to be able to work through... Mm -hmm. everything you go through like it's a
1: hard hard lesson yeah so that's like how I feel about my parents like I feel like they went through a lot of shit and seeing them work through it like I know that they've always done it for us like they've always so you know it can work yeah if you just put in the effort yeah
0: another really big question that was asked too is What if you have a healthy relationship, but the kid's thing comes up? And the kid's thing is maybe you want kids, but the other person doesn't or vice versa. And I know I've been in that spot. I've been a very person that's like, I don't want children. And that's for my own reasons. And I'm not going to hold someone back from being with someone who does. And that's something that I make clear early on I think that's something you need to make like one of the biggest things you should make clear early on are your goals and then what you want family wise Mm -hmm. because I remember I had a good relationship with this kid but he wanted kids and I just couldn't see myself having all these kids and we talked it out and we ended on good terms but I don't think that's what everyone does I also don't think you should
1: just have a kid just because you want to stay, too, with your partner and they want a kid. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of a hard topic for me to weigh in on because I'm, like, so torn between if I want kids or not. Like, I feel like, yeah, I would like to have kids, but I also probably wouldn't care if I never had kids, so... It's, like, something you could be happy either way. Yeah. So, I feel like I don't really have a good opinion on that. I definitely feel like it should be talked about early on, and you should probably be somewhat on the same page about it because that's, like, a serious thing. Like, I know a lot of people are, like, ever since I was young, I've always known, like, the one thing I wanted in life was to have kids, you know? And, like, like
0: be a mom or a dad. Yeah,
1: like, that's how my sister was. But I've never felt that way. So like I said, I don't really have an opinion one way or another, but I do definitely think that you should like talk about that.
0: What's one thing in a situationship that was just like an absolute no for you that was like I can't continue
1: on with this person? Did you ever have one of those? Um the biggest thing about situationships for me any relationship that's not like a serious relationship with someone like I don't care what we are. I don't care if there's not like expectations. I try to not have expectations in those situations because but it's hard. We usually I feel like are it's let so down. hard. I feel like <laughs> but, it's so hard. But my number one thing is like you have to respect me. Like bottom yeah. line, I feel like it gets so foggy in, like, friends with benefits or situationships to where they think that because you're not in a relationship that they can just do or treat you however they want. But it's, like... Well, it's, like, you should still treat me like I'm somebody, whether that's you exactly. treating me like a
0: friend, even if it's, like, friends benefits or a situationship. Don't degrade me. Don't disrespect me.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, if you care about me... You should have the decency to communicate or to treat me the way I deserve to be treated, even if it's not like... Even if it's up to just like a boundary. Like I'm not asking you to, if it's like
0: friends and I'm not asking you to treat me like your girlfriend. Exactly. Like there's that boundary, but I'm not asking you to treat me like I'm some homie you met on the street or some girl you
1: just met at the party or a boy you just met at the party. Hit it right on the head, yeah. Respect is the biggest thing for me in those situations. I feel like I've said situations a million times. That's basically what it's all about. That's what our generation based it on, because it is a situation. But yeah, respect, for sure. That's just, like... I think... That should be the expectation. I think
0: respect is a big one for me, and so is honesty. Because, like, don't give me mixed signals... When it's one thing and then another day, it's like, just kidding, I really do wanna be with you. And then flip your switch. Cause, like, if this is all you wanna do and just, like, not, I don't know, it's hard when you start breaking the boundary from, like, friends with benefits to situationship to relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause it's like, I feel like they bleed into each other
1: so drastically. I have a question for you cuz it's something that I've dealt with and I'm just curious. Go ahead.
0: Any how question you, you want.
1: <laughs> how do you feel about a situationship that you've talked about and one one person makes it clear that they don't want a relationship, okay? So let's so like in the situationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, the other person communicates that they don't want a relationship at all. But you stick around? Yeah, and you, like, you love them, you probably have feelings for them, you do things together. Like, it basically, at times, feels like a relationship, but it's just, you're just friends or friends with benefits or whatever, And you have feelings, but they've made it clear that they don't want a relationship. How do you feel about that? (laughs) I've been there. Um,
0: I, okay, let's tell a story. And if you know who you are, then you know who you are. Um, I had this person who we did the whole, okay, sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) We did the whole friends with benefits thing and it ended up being like, more but he didn't ever want to be with me but I was clearly like in love with him
1: yeah
0: like I meet your entire family and you meet mine I'm hanging out with your family for family dinners or like we go out in public and we obviously go together leave together but then when anyone asks it was like oh that's just my friend Mm -hmm. she's great but she's just my friend And that's the same shit you tell your parents. It kind of was heartbreaking because one time he was like, it's great. And we're great together. And like bring up things like dating and things. But then he would turn around and be like, I don't want to be. That's not what this is. I think it's heartbreaking because it's a constant roller coaster of emotions. And I didn't know when to leave or just make it friends again. Mm -hmm. Because I think I held on to, well, some days he... He cares, right? Mm -hmm. And other days, I'm just the homie. Yeah. I think it's heartbreaking. I think it's awful. Because I think he's... I think they know that they're leading you on.
1: Yeah. Or
0: how do you not know
1: what you're doing? Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing for me is, like... Obviously, both parties know, like, what's going on. Like... And it's obvious to other people. And that's
0: the sad thing. Yeah. Because then they ask you, and they're like, well, so-and-so said they do not want to be with you. But it looks like you guys are, like together
1: yeah yeah it's it's low-key kind of embarrassing (laughs) was it hard for you too was it heartbreaking yeah it definitely was I feel like it's just I feel like I've also been on both ends unfortunately and they both suck equally I've been on both sides and it sucks because it's also like I don't want to lose that person
0: because the bond before and during is also still great yeah but I don't want to be
1: with them or vice versa. Yeah. But I also feel like when I was on, when I was the one that just wanted to be friends, um, physically, like we weren't physically intimate. So I feel like in that sense. I think it makes it worse when you are. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like when I was on the receiving end, it, it it was awful. And it sucks because, like, you know that they don't want a relationship. But you're still... Why do you think we hold holding on? ...holding on because you want any little You think thing that you can get from them. Because you just want them in your life regardless. I thought I could maybe change their mind.
0: But I also knew that I didn't want to lose them in any aspect because exactly. they were such a big part of my life. I also think they're a big part of, like... I look back and when it was good, it was good, but I knew he didn't want me with me. So it was like, those good things are still sometimes things I look for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, you can't tell me you didn't love me at one point sometimes. Yeah. Just the way you acted or the way you cared when you chose to care. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's what fucked me up too. I don't know how, I guess, I don't know. When you pick and choose and when to care. I mean, I've been on both sides. I'm not going to say I'm perfect there. I've been on both sides and I just, when do you draw the line? When do you leave? What was like your realization? Mine made me feel like I wasn't good enough a lot of the time. Mine was the disrespect. Not treating you the way you should have been treated? Yeah, totally. When did it end? Why did it end? Did you end it or did they finally say, this isn't what I want anymore?
1: Honestly, it was pretty mutual. Like, it was rocky for months. It went on for three years, and then... God, that's commitment right there.
0: Three years of that shit? Could not. Okay, can't lie. Situation too.
1: (laughs) Mine was a long time, too. (laughs) Um, but... Yeah, I feel like I hit my breaking point a few times and tried to cut it off, and it didn't work. And then... Did you have people telling you you should
0: leave? Yeah. Not that people's opinions sometimes matter, I feel like. Like, even parent from your best friend, I feel like... I had the rose-colored glasses on, for sure. Like, I feel like you have to... Yeah. It was mutual, though? Like, one person didn't bring it up a little bit more than the other?
1: Well, I did at first, and then it continued, and then they basically kind of met me in the middle and was like you do deserve better and I want That's- to be a better person and like to try to be a better person like this can't continue yada 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 and so we met up in person and like had a pretty deep conversation and we decided that day like that it was, was it and no contact after that for a while or did you still kind of no. chit chat here and there no no Cold turkey. Yeah. Done. I hate... A month after that, my grandma passed away, and then that was, like, when I reached out to them, because they, like, had a relationship with her, and so I reached out just because I felt inclined to do so, and they were never really good at, like, (laughs) giving support in, like, times like that, you know, like, serious stuff. Um... I mean, obviously, they were, like, nice about it, but, so, we talked then, and then, since then, maybe, like, once or twice, but, it's always been pretty brief, and, recently, there was a little bit of a crazy incident, but,
0: I hate when they say,
1: (laughs) you, (laughs) I, we're not going there, I hate when they say, like, you do
0: deserve better, because I'm like, well, why couldn't, why couldn't you give me.
1: What you think I deserve better. But then when you're on the other end of it, it's, like, you can't help how you feel, you It's know? also true. Like, when you said earlier, like, you know
0: when you know.
1: 100%. Because... Yeah, like, when, when I was the one that just wanted to be friends, the other person, like, treated me so good, but I just wanted to be friends. And, like, I can't help the way that I feel, you know what I mean? See, and I, I, I'm like, you deserve better. Like, you deserve someone that knows with, makes you know that they like want you and that they appreciate you and love you. And I feel like I made that person feel loved and appreciated and all of these good things, but it's like, rough. but from a friend side, not yeah. Friends. And it's like rough when you think like oh, am I making them feel like they're not worthy of my love? It makes you feel bad. Yeah, I feel like that's a shitty situation to be in, too, because I never want to make someone feel unworthy or unlovable or any of those things, but, like, you can't help. Who you love? Yeah. No, 100%. You can't help the way you feel. Like, I love you, but not in the way that you want me to love you.
0: Well, it's also like, we accept the love we think we deserve. Everyone heard that one.
1: Also, 100%. I don't
0: know. I feel like it's just so... How do I say this? It sucks being on both ends, but it gives you a perspective on totally. both ends. For future relationships, future things, future whatever you want to call what you're in. My biggest thing is never settle.
1: Yeah. That's important. And I feel like it's hard to get to that point. Especially if you like want love so bad or like want something serious or I feel like it's so easy to settle because you're just... Getting whatever you can take. But I feel like... But then you're not letting someone else actually come in and give you what you... Exactly, yeah. You and I feel like with growing up and, like, maturing... I feel like it takes a while and it probably takes a lot of city... shitty... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was trying to say shitty situations. um, To get a good one? Yeah, like... I feel like you gotta go through the ringer... <laughs> to like... No, 100%. Because I feel like... Be like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm... I felt like... Not putting myself through this anymore. I think you remember. everyone um
0: I felt like I was so in love with a person. it You do. You wear those rose-colored glasses. And you want to make everything work so much. And sometimes... I mean, I don't want to say I settled. Because I don't think I settled. I think I was literally so in love with this person. And I can't say that they weren't in love with me. Because... I mean, they still, they, they tell, they told me, but I also, I don't know. I think I got infatuated with the fact that I was in love with what could be Mm -hmm. and in love with potential. And now I'm a lot of like, your actions have to meet the words you're telling me. Mm -hmm. And if you want me to be with you, like, you've got to tell me straight up, we're getting to the age. I mean, we're almost halfway to 50 next month. I
1: know. That's ugly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Aubrey's my birthday, buddy. She's only a day after me. Yeah. Crazy. But. Midnight. I feel like when you grow up, you have one bad relationship and then the next one, you know what you want. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I put up with as much
1: shit as I used to in the past. I agree. I feel like. And I I talk it out. Like communication is big now. Yeah. I've put up with way more than I should have for sure. Um. And it's scary sometimes to communicate because you don't want to like scare them away or if they're like not on the same page as you like it. Those conversations are super difficult to have sometimes,
0: but But it's so important. Yeah, like
1: it's so important for both people to have clarity and for you to just be open and have boundaries and know just what what the vibe is like it has to be it has to be mutual it's like what do you think about cheating
0: and staying with the person after when they constantly tell you they're gonna change but then they continue doing it you think it's that thing that they're settling for because they're so used to a
1: love that they give them anyways you think that's why people stay I'm like, I I don't know why people stay, (laughs) honestly. Like, I've heard of... I know people who have been cheated on, like, once. And, obviously, cheating is, like, awful and not an easy thing to deal with. But if you're going to choose to continue to be with that person and, like, know that they changed and aren't going to do it again, this is, like... A one-time thing that happened, which is not excusable, and I'm not saying that it's okay. But if you're going to stay together, I feel like it's also, like, you're going to have to get over that. Like, you're going to be with them. You can't keep bringing it up. Exactly. Because you chose to stay with them. You're choosing to love them and accept them for Their who faults they are. and their mistake. But when it happens over and over, I don't know. It's like... I've heard people say that they're too old to start over. I'm almost just, like, if you're, you're basically condoning it, allowing it, l- like, making them feel like it's okay. Like, they do it once, and you took them back, they can do it again, and you'll take exactly. them back. Exactly, yeah. And I feel like that's with a lot of things, too. Like, not just cheating. Like, someone can treat you bad, and, or take advantage of or you, or... Or how they treat or- you in front
0: of their friends, or letting their friends...
1: Yeah, and it's like, you let it happen, they're going to keep doing it, period.
0: 100%. 100%. You
1: gotta, you gotta stick up for yourself. You gotta, you can't tolerate that shit. 100%
0: agree. Well, we'll wrap this up with a final question. If there's one thing you could say to your heartbroken 18-year-old self as you turn 25 next month, what would it be?
1: I would have to say (laughs) that that's that's a deep one um (laughs) probably two things one just to love myself like know that I'm worthy and deserving of love and um I don't know just like I feel like a lot of times I've felt not worthy and I feel like that was a huge that was a huge factor in me settling or accepting less than what I deserved because I didn't think that I deserved more than what I was getting so I would say that and probably also to not to know my boundaries and know my limits and not give people more than they're giving me, not to go out of my way for people that don't deserve it or that wouldn't do the same for me. What about you? I think 18 year old me thought
0: that loving me would never happen from either standpoint versus a partner loving me or me loving myself. And I would say that you are definitely worthy of the love you give other people someone someday is going to give you the love that you give everyone else
1: I agree with that you just have to you have to put in the work though like you can't just settle you know like Mm -mm. you won't find it settling
0: and I also think you won't find it when you're constantly looking for it
1: that's also true
0: Because I felt like I wanted to be loved so bad when I was younger that I was constantly looking for it. And that's what got me
1: in certain relationships where I was trying to fix this person to love me the way that I love them. Mm -hmm. I feel like you just seek it out so much that it's like, you're like overly, I don't even know the word.
0: I think you get overly excited and that's when you start giving more than they're giving you. And your expectations are just so high too. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, wait for it yeah because when it happens you'll know and when they mean it they'll mean it because when it's healthy it is so great Mm -hmm. it's like it is that sunshine and rainbows thing but it's not just the honeymoon phase it's like constantly the whole thing is always a honeymoon phase like they say the honeymoon phase is last like a month or two months but when it's healthy It lasts the whole time. Like, they never stop Mm -hmm. showing you that they love you.
1: Yeah. And that they care for you. Yeah. I feel like I never understood when people say, like, stop searching for it. Like, it'll happen when you least expect it. Until it happened? Yeah. I agree. Because when
0: I, yeah, when you stop, it's like, oh, wow, it just happened. Yeah. That's what I would tell myself. So unexpectedly. Just wait. Wait it out. You're not going to find love when you're 18. I mean, some people do. But
1: love yourself. Don't put up with... Never settle. Yeah, never settle. Don't put up with shit that you don't need to be dealing with. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Thanks for joining this podcast today. And this is the first episode of many... With not just a but multiple other different guests. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you next time.